Hey men, and welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm one of the hosts of the show, PJ Burner, along with my co-host, Kellen Allen. What's up? And you guys may have heard last week and just now, as you've uh, been listening to this, that we've got some new intro music. Is that a 2021 it's so like Song end of or? 2020 okay. and, and then into 2021. Well, because right now we're in 2021. Right. People are listening. So we're kind of like in the future as we're Ex- talking. No, not quite. Nah. But back to the song. Yeah. <laughs> we needed something that was uh, royalty free and, uh, <laughs> and legal. Throw it out there. All right. I'm yeah. going to just throw it out there. <laughs> we didn't have like bad motives and we weren't profiting off of this. And uh, nobody reached out to us and said, hey, that's my song. You need to stop. But we just thought, you know, it'd probably be good for us to just be yeah, above board on that. Be the right. Path. After all, it's, it's quality manhood, not, uh, not um, lying, deceiving. Uh, Taking what's not stealing ours, manhood. manhood. Yeah. So <laughs> we've, we're totally above board. We've got our own intro music there, and you guys just heard it. Hopefully you like it. Maybe you don't, but hopefully you like the show anyways. Yeah, so. you'll get used to it. It's only a small cut, so. Yes. Kellen, this is one of my favorite episodes that we do. This is now our second that we're doing. We've yeah. been on air now for our second end of the year at least. Nice. And uh, this is our end of the year podcast. And this is all about what are the best books, best podcasts, best tools, um, that we've come across this year that we think would benefit the guys that are out there. So uh, we want to dive in and uh, and start talking about some of these things. And, and hopefully, men, this will be of, of use to you. And it's not saying that, that you have to go out and buy all these books or listen to all these podcasts or use all these tools, but we've found them helpful this year, and we hope that you will as well. So um, yeah, Kellen, let's start off with books. And the, the first book that, that I'll suggest here is a book by Tim Challies. And it's the book, Do More Better. Do More Better, which as the name might imply, is a book on productivity, on, on being more productive. And uh, it's a book that I'm actually, uh, just true confessions here, since we talked about the music, I'll, I'll let you know this too. <laughs> I'm still finishing this book. Uh, I, I haven't fully finished it, but that's how good it is. I'm ready to, your time. to throw it out there yeah. and say, look, I am, uh, I'm fully endorsing this even without having finished the book. Are you at least like halfway done or just like one page and like, oh, it's the best book ever. It's not long. And so if you guys are out there going, don't be throwing 400 pages. No, this is not long. Um, and in fact, I'm listening to it on audible, which is something that we'll get to a little bit later. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's just my commute book right now, but it's super helpful. And basically what Charlie's does is he walks through how to be more organized, structured and productive in your life. But because Charlie's is a believer, a follower of Christ, he he adds that flair to it of why we should be productive, mm. not just so that you can have more apps on your phone, not just so that you can get more done, uh, but why you're getting more done. And it's for the benefit of others and the glory of God is his whole premise there. But uh, super helpful book, walks through things like Todoist, uh, Evernote, and email clients and calendars, and really talks about how to get the most out of those and how to really set them up, which is helpful for me. And I've been benefiting from that uh, hugely. So do more better. Tim Challies, we would endorse that uh, as a, as a good book for you to, to pick up and, uh, and, and read. Um, Kellen, how about you? Why don't you give us one? Yeah. The one that I have is it's called the measure of a man by Gene Getz. And so this is a, uh, a book you've probably heard about before because it originally came out in 1974. Yeah, and you're then, a little behind the curve on this one there, Kellen. Well, he has... <laughs> yes, hey, there's a really good book called The Bible. It is. Um, it was written really, like a long know, time 2, ago. 2,000 years uh, ago, just, give I or take. Found it on my shelf. Anyway, you just... Oh, 
just ruined the whole thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, Measure of a Man. So the original was 1974, but uh, since then there's been the, a 2009 updated copy, which uh, is just a great classic book to read, especially as we talk about quality manhood and uh, what it takes to be a man of God. And it goes through these 20 guidelines, which are just from First Timothy and, and Titus, just the qualifications of being an elder, which oftentimes, you know, many men read that and then they skip over because it it's like, ah, that's not me. I'm not an elder. I'm not trying to be a pastor. But when you really look at all of those guidelines and those qualifications, those apply to men and men right. need to have every single one of those with the exception there's one in there for teaching. But outside of the teaching aspect of it, that we, we need to be really gleaning or reading those and, and gleaning from that wisdom that we get in in First Timothy and Titus. And what he what Gene Getz does here is he breaks them down into into chapters essentially and talks about them. And there's even a, a study guide to that. And so when you look when you're looking at just from a fatherly standpoint or being a husband or even mentoring another uh, you know, believer, another man is you can use this book and use a study study guide to walk with them through these uh, these guidelines and being able to help again, as we talked about before in previous episodes, just that discipleship, but have some organization to it, to where you're talking about each one of these and breaking them down and, and talking about how they apply to your life. So really good book. Again, it's, it's a classic book, but you have the revised edition in 2009, which gives a little bit more um, updated and you know what's going on. And, and I guess within the last 11 years, you decade? can Decade? Just, yeah. just over or a decade. 12. Yeah, yeah, that's so all right. It's still out there, but it's, it's relevant, but a great book to yeah. check out. For sure. And those qualifications haven't changed, right? They're yeah. the same yesterday, today. They will be the same 50 years from now, 100 years from now, when somebody else will be podcasting and be like, hey, I just read this great book. It was written back in 1976, right. uh, <laughs> The Measure of a Man. Yeah, for sure. Great book. Uh, helpful. All of us as men need to be striving to, to model those attributes. Another good one for you is, uh, the, and this is a series, it's, it's called 40 Questions. There's a, a whole series, 40 questions on, and there's different things out there. But the one I want to commend to you is 40 Questions on Interpreting the Bible. 40 Questions about interpreting the Bible. The author is Robert Plummer. That was my professor, by the way. Bob Plummer. He was your professor? Yeah. How was he as a professor? He was great. Professor Bob? Yeah, we had to read his book. Go figure. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you've got, both of us have read this and uh, and it's just helpful. He's dealing with questions like, what is the Bible? Uh, what's its purpose? What's its basic storyline? What are the functions of the Bible? Uh, he's dealing with questions on how is the Bible organized? Talking about the canonicity of the Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament. Uh, talking about who wrote the Bible. He's going to give you different theories that are out there, but he's going to write this uh, from uh, the point of view of somebody who's a, a Christian. Um, and so this is not going to be challenging, you know, and, and suggesting, well, you should read the Bible as just a, a, a storybook. No, he's going to give you a, a faithful answer to these questions. Um, does the Bible contain errors? How do we deal with that? How do we approach that? How do we answer those questions? Uh, how can we trust the ancient manuscripts? So 40 questions about the Bible, uh, more of an academic book, but it's it's one that you could take and just work through a, one question a, a week or even slow slower than that if you needed to, one question a month um, and just plow through and it, it would be beneficial to you for sure in your walk. So 40 questions about the Bible, Bob Plummer, Robert Plummer. Oh, hey, Bob, Bob, he's your boy, right? Bob. Bob I, I, I call him Bob. Yeah. BP. Yeah. Dr. Bob. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Plummer, not Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Yeah. So 40 questions about interpreting the Bible. Kellen, how about you? another one? Yeah. I got, I got another one that was written previously uh, that you, it's a classic, but then had a 
uh, a revised version that released earlier in 2020, and that's the Tactics book. So it's Greg Kokel's Tactics. It's the 10th anniversary that he he's added on. Uh, that's about 40, 40% new material uh, that's in there. And one of, one of the great parts of this one, which as you read the beginning, again, it's, it's some of the stuff that if you read the original Tactics book, uh, goes into how do you approach these situations when we're talking about um, evangelizing and you get to somebody that may know a little bit more uh, than you. How do you ask questions and may put yourself on the offensive as opposed to what oftentimes happen when we get into um, evangelistic conversations is we end up being on the defensive and answering all the questions and they never have to defend their argument, the person that's on the other side. And so what Greg Kokel does is, is, is help get you on the offensive so you can ask questions. And so per, a person that's with you and is having dialogue with you is not just picking apart Christianity. They're going to have to defend whatever they believe too. And it helps you out. It gives you a little bit more control of the argument as opposed to just being on the hot seat. But one specific area that he gets into on the 10th anniversary book is it's called Mini Tactics. And so it's in the back. And again, it's, if you're in these conversations and you get somebody who's you know, saying, well, I, I think the church is full of hypocrites. And what he does there, the first first mini tactic that he gives is he's saying, you know, lean on Jesus, put these back on Jesus. And so asking the question of, hey, do you feel Jesus is a hypocrite? Do you feel Jesus lied about these things? And because at the, the ultimate uh, the ultimate point of the argument is we're talking about Jesus. We're not talking about us as fallen sinners because, of course, we've lied, we've cheated, we've stolen whatever, uh, but we're talking about Jesus and allowing that to be sort of a mini tactic. A, a couple other ones that he gives is um, don't, you know, he, he puts in there, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. It's the old phrase that we used to hear, but don't fall for that. Right? And so people might lash out at you, call you names, call you foolish, but understanding, as the Bible tells us, they're, they're not hating us, right? They're hating Christ. And so not being so offensive when people um, say you're wrong or you're dumb, whatever they want to call you, um, it's not towards you. And so keeping that in mind. And then the last one uh, that he mentions is just being able to watch your language, which is, this was convicting for me. And what he means is not being vulgar or cursing or anything like that. <laughs> as I say so, that, you laugh. Because that was the first thing when I was reading, I'm like, well, you expect me to be cursing? Well, I'm, but what he gets to in that is the Christianese. And so oftentimes we go into these conversations and we're talking about apostles and sovereignty and omnipotence and all that stuff. We're using these big words. And, you know, for somebody that's not in church or not used to hearing that, that's going to go in one ear and out the other. They're not going to hear you. And so he, he says even using simple words or simple terms that they can understand, instead of using apostles, say, hey, these are the people that follow Jesus. These were his, his 12 that were closest to him, right? Instead of saying, you know, God's sovereign, God's in complete control over all things. Right. And so right. just being cognizant of our language when we're speaking to non-believers, it might sound good, but it's really not sticking to them if we're using right. those Christianese terms. Yeah. In fact, Kellen and I were having dinner with somebody last night who's a brand new believer, and uh, I threw out the word sovereignty, and yeah, she threw a flag a on the plane. Like, she goes, wait what a minute. What does that mean? What, what does that mean? <laughs> and then I threw out the word sovereignty, and they were like, wait a minute, what does that mean? Right. Sanctification, what does that mean? Uh-huh. And uh, just a good reminder to, hey, well, I need to stop down and really define that. Yeah, yeah that's helpful. That's helpful. Well, let's let's shift gears from books and let's talk about blogs a little bit. We uh, we love that you or not blogs, sorry, podcasts. That's <laughs> that's the one. 
Yeah, because I don't have any blogs to recommend for you, but, like, uh, but podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we love that you listen to this podcast, and hopefully you will continue to listen to this podcast in the new year. Uh, but uh, some others maybe to add to your role, and, and I would say the first one would be redeeming productivity. And you've heard us reference that uh, that it is a blog, uh, but they also have a podcast. Reagan Rose is the uh, the the chief content uh, creator there at Redeeming Productivity, and you can listen to his podcast. Um, super helpful and uh, accessible. Uh, the the podcast basically is, he's dealing with the areas of technology, um, theology, uh, different productivity techniques out there, and grabbing it from a, a Christian POV. Uh, do you like that little shorthand there? Uh, that that uh, abbreviation POV point of view. Yeah, that was, that was so quick. I didn't just slipping know. that in, right? I mean, that's what you get. You I, get just quality, said, I just said make it manhood. simple, and then here you go. Yeah, like POV, TOA, ABC, things. one, two, three. But he's, he's looking at all those things from a Christian point of view and just helping us process that. So redeeming productivity would be one that I would encourage you to add to your your uh, podcast list. Second one would be Truth in Love. And Truth in Love is put out by ACBC, which is the association, let me get this right, the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. There you go. Um, and uh, it's their podcast. And this is a podcast that's dealing with uh, a lot of just biblical counseling issues. So um, if you are in a situation where you have the opportunity to speak truth into the lives of other people in your church uh, or in your family even, this is a great resource. Talks about, uh, there was one episode that I saw just looking through yesterday on restoring trust after an affair. Um, another one on counseling somebody who uh, suffers from panic attacks. Uh, so things that uh, real life counseling issues that you're struggling with, uh, Truth and Love is a great podcast, great resource to listen to some trained and certified biblical counselors talk about how they approach those issues. Um, third one would be uh, a podcast called Just Thinking, and that's uh, with Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker, Just Thinking. And these two guys take on uh, cultural, political, social issues, and they attack those things through the, the lens of the gospel, and they will not shy away from it. Uh, they don't back down. They've got one episode on there recently on the whole Breonna Taylor situation. They've tackled uh, CRT head on, um, woke theology head on. And, and these guys are uh, wanting to just take things from a biblical approach and, and really talk biblically about how we should think about these uh, issues and, and approach them. And I, I think that, and I don't want to make this overly about race, but I think what's helpful about it, and, and Kellen, you can chime in on this maybe as well, is these guys are not two white guys that are sitting in a room talking about these guys. Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker, you know, Daryl's a, a black man who is is very well-spoken and, and well-read and, and broadly read, very intelligent guy who is bringing the Bible to bear on these these issues and saying, look, we need to think biblically about these things more than anything else. Yeah, and, and the biblical point is is the point of all of it, right? So so often, even in having conversations, you get people that are emotionally vested in one way or another, whether, whether you know, being right. black like myself, being a black person like myself, or being a white person, they're like, well, I think you should feel this way, and a black person, like, I think... I. I sh- I should feel this way, and I get the I get to say so here because you know I'm the per- I'm the victim in all of this right. going on. And at the end of the day, there's 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 no victim. We need to focus on the Bible and what does the Bible say. And uh, yeah, they do a great job in pinpointing and bringing us back to Scripture, which is our ultimate authority. It's not yours versus mine. It's Scripture is where we need to land. Right. Um, so yeah, great one. Yeah. Yeah. So those three, redeeming productivity, truth in love, and just thinking. Those would be great podcasts to add to your your uh, podcast list and role for the new year. All right, let's move on. We're, we're going to talk. We've talked about books. We've talked about podcasts. Now we're going to talk about tools. And tools is our, our kind of catch-all category. These are just things that may be 
Christian in nature or religious in nature, or may, maybe they're not. They're just helpful for you. And these are things that we've come across over the past year that we want to uh, help you uh, know about, learn about, and add them to your tool belt. So the first one that both Kellen and I would say is a must-have, especially since you can go online and download a free version of it right yeah. now with like 20 resources yeah, to start cool, with. Yeah, that's a good one is Lagos Bible Software. So if you don't have Lagos Bible Software, you've got no excuse as to why not to go out and get it. Right. Because you can go get the free version. If you go and search for Lagos 8 free, uh, you will come up with the, the link there. You can download it. You can install it. I think you can go out and get the ESV for like 10 bucks to right. add it to your, your library there. And you can get started with some pretty great tools um, as far as uh, studying the Bible for yourself. And so Lagos as a whole is... Uh, just an awesome electronic library slash uh, studying database that you can have and keep your commentaries in there, your books in there, your language resources in there, your sermon notes in yeah, there. If you're taking notes. Yeah, if you're yeah. taking notes while your pastor is preaching, you can do that in Lagos. Um, so many benefits to it. Uh, and if you're already use, using Lagos, maybe you can also check out MP Seminars. Dot com. Again, mpseminars.com. That's uh, Morris Proctor, and he is one of the leading, if not the leading voice in training uh, people how to use Lagos. And he's got a ton of videos that you can watch yourself at your own pace and learn more about uh, MP Seminars. I believe it's actually mpseminarsonline.com, uh, and you can access that and find training he's resources. full of there. energy. Oh, my goodness, we, he we, is. We had the opportunity to have, or the pleasure of having him out um, at Compass Bible Church earlier this year. And uh, yeah, for the amount of teaching that he's doing, that guy is full of energy and you definitely won't be uh, bored <laughs> right. by any stretch of the imagination. So he, he's a great teacher just in regards to using all of these resources. So definitely check that out. Right, right. Um, yeah, Lagos, <laughs> huge help, huge help. What's a, another tool that you benefited from this year? I would say the the Versus app. So Versus, um, like Bible Verses is the name of the app, but just Verses. And what it allows you to do is you know, we always uh, want to get better at memorizing Scripture. And uh, it is a great tool to help you memorize Scripture. And so it has like a lot of different games that you can do, um, a lot of different, uh, you know, fill in the blanks to where uh, it, it'll start you off with the whole verse and then it'll start to take words out. And it just, again, helps train your mind to memorize the memorize these verses that uh, you want to memorize. And so whatever plan you want to get on is great, but that's just a great app. Um, you know, when you talk about redeeming productivity, when you have time, um, you know, in between, I was going to say on conference calls, but don't do that on conference calls. <laughs> or maybe you might spout out a verse uh, mid, mid conference call to, to somebody at work that needs it. <clears throat> but you know, that's a great app just to have. And again, it, it's a fun way of doing it. It kind of keeps you engaged, but you learn more and more verses and you know, it, it's always a good thing to be able to talk and use Bible based materials in your conversations, especially when you're thinking about discipling other people or just, you know, for your own uh, edification, just knowing more about scripture is a great way to memorize scripture. So verses is the name of it, but definitely download that. Yeah. And whether it's verses, there's, there's a couple other ones out there too. Bible memory app is, is one that's out there. Fighter verses is out there as well. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, there's resources, these, these Bible memory verse uh, Bible verse memory apps that are out there, uh, find one, find the one that works for you. Maybe try a couple of them, see which one you prefer and, uh, and use it. It's a way to re- to redeem our technology for, uh, for something that's going to make eternal investment in us by uh, treasuring up God's word, storing it up within our hearts. So great recommendation there, Kellen. Uh, the next one, uh, I'm going to roll two together. Um, 
are just about productivity. And the first one, and, and by the way, let me come full circle, run back to the top of the, the show, that Do More Better book. Tim Chives talks about both of these uh, next two apps that I'm going to reference here and how to maximize your usage of them. The first one is Todoist. And Todoist is a project management app. So it's all your tasks. It's what projects you're trying to accomplish and what tasks go with those projects. And uh, you can organize your whole life that way and uh, and really stay on top of what you have. I've got my inbox set up for just adding things on the fly. And then I've got another uh, uh, label that's just called today. And when I click on today, it shows me everything that I've got to do today across all my projects. And it's a, a great way to uh, to just help get things done. And if you think about, well, oh man, I've got to do this later, you can throw it in Todoist. And as Charlie says, get it out of your brain, get it into Todoist and let Todoist kind of serve as your brain there. That's um, the, the here's your, your task management. Evernote, on the other hand, is this is where you're going to store your notes and your documents, your web uh, web pages, your articles, your receipts, you can store everything there um, and really organize it into this, basically this digital file cabinet for yourself. And that is what Evernote does. Uh, Evernote or OneNote? Evernote. Not sure OneNote. One I'm positive not OneNote. OneNote is just really great. Uh, nope. nope. Evernote. Don't confuse the people, <laughs> Kellen. We're talking about Evernote, not OneNote. Uh, but Evernote is uh, is the one that Charlie's recommends as well and uh, would be a great great one for you to get. But again, like Kellen said, there's other task management things. There's other uh, notes, uh, kind of organization apps out there. Find one that works for you. Try a few, find one that works for you and just own it and and get after it. But um, yeah, Todoist is great. Evernote is great and uh, helpful for us to uh, to get ourselves organized. Yeah. And one more that I'll add again, is these are just things to help get you organized is your Google Google Calendar and whatever calendar format that you use, being able to use that and, and you know having the a digital calendar. I know some people don't want to get away from actually writing stuff down and like checking it off and things like that. But it's just so beneficial when you have uh, a Google Google Calendar. I can't even say that word. It's like mumbling together. You googly Google Google. <laughs> That's what I get for having a ten month old at home. That's right. Like I'm talking to him and baby talk. Uh, Google Calendar, but yeah, I, my wife and I use that, and we share a calendar, and it's it's been great just in regards yep. to planning out dates and planning out you know where I'm gonna be, so she knows what time I'm gonna be home if I have you know an appointment or something like that that's gonna hold me up. She can easily go onto the Google Calendar and see what's going on, and it helps me prioritize my day because you know when you're busy at work as most of us are. You just if you don't have it planned out, then it's easy to you know waste two or three hours and not do anything productive. Right. Um, as opposed to when you at least plan it out, you may not get to everything that's on your calendar. It's <laughs> very rare that you do. Right. But it gives you a chance to at least stay on track and and get some things done and be productive with your day. So definitely uh, do that for yourself. And you know if you got wife at home, then that's definitely something to to share with her and potentially have her use as well. Yeah, and one of the things that Charlie says that's that's just helpful, and he repeats it time and time again in the book, is he says, everything has a place and like goes with like. Everything has a place and like goes with like. So when we're talking about task management, Evernote, or calendars, for instance, your calendar, your calendar should be for events and appointments and not for tasks. If you have a task like, I need to buy a gallon of milk on the way home. Don't put that on your calendar. You put that in Todoist, you keep your calendar for events and appointments. And then it, it just, again, everything has its place and you know exactly where to find it. When you need to find it, you know what's going on and it keeps things from getting overly cluttered. So um, again, another plug for Do More Better by Tim Chow. Great book. He does not sponsor this podcast. Are um, you going to finish it this week? 
I, I'm working on it, dude. I'm, I'm every time I'm in the car, I'm listening to it. Speaking of listening to books in the car, that leads us. What a great transition to our next tool for yeah. you, which is Audible. Audible. If you guys do not have a subscription to Audible, let me encourage you to go on and get a subscription to Audible for a year. And I can't remember how much it, it costs for the year because it's I been think a while. Fifteen dollars a month or a year? A month. A month. Yeah. Yeah. And you get how many credits with that? You get one a month. One a month. But you also get a library that has thousands of right. you know, free books that just come with the membership. So right. that's there as well. But I do have a question. Like, do, do you only get to have that? Can you not cash purchase? Because I'm trying to find a workaround. I don't think you can. No, you can. Okay. You can, yeah, you can purchase it. But if you've got a credit, you then get you get the can one use, free yeah, a month. You get yeah, your okay. one free book a month. Um, but it's basically Audible. If you guys are so confused right now, going, I know, okay, like, but what why, is it? Why is you he asking questions? <laughs> Audible is it's an it's audiobooks. So it works through your Amazon account. You can get the book. You can listen to it. Um, I tend to listen to it faster than the narrator goes. So you can change the speed. You can listen to it double time, uh, one and a half, one point seven. If you're just weird and you feel like that's your sweet spot, is one point seven. Go for it. Um, but you can really redeem your commute that way. We've talked about dead air a lot. You can redeem your dead air uh, by listening to things that are going to be helpful, informative, and uh, and just good for you. If you've got a, a road trip that you're getting ready to take at the beginning of the year or you're going to take the summer with your family, Audible is a great place to, to uh, stock up on some Audible books to listen to in the car on the drive. Yeah, and uh, you can build a library in there, which is great. So right? if you have time, you know, 30 minutes or so, and you want to put – you know, six to 10 books that you want to read within the next couple months, you can load up your library and that way it's quick to, to access them. For sure. Then the, the last one on, on my list at least is, uh, guys, I, I, I bought in and I, I went out and I got a Mac Mini M1 with that new system on a chip, that ARM processor that Mac is making. And guys, I'm not disappointed. It is an awesome machine. It, it handles everything that I need it to handle. In fact, it's only got eight gigs of memory on it, which you might be thinking, man, that that's nothing, right? Like uh, the laptop that's in front of me right now has 16 gigs in it. Um, eight gigs of memory is is minuscule in, in nowadays, but it, it has not slowed down a single time. And I use it to edit this podcast with Logic Pro. I've got my email app running. I've got Logos open. I've got Microsoft Word open to work on sermon docs. And the computer handles it without overheating, without the fan even turning on. Without anything happening at all. It's amazing. The M1 truly is a game changer. So take it from me. Apple does not pay me anything. In fact, they just take my money. Um, but this is what it, it, it is. It's better than it's advertised to be. So if you're out there and you're thinking to yourself, man, it's, it's maybe it's time I invest in a new computer. The M1 is accessible to you on a price point. It's not, uh, the, the, at least with the mini, it's not super expensive. Um, it's a great resource and a good resource for a lot of these other technological apps and uh, and books and logos and things like that that we've been recommending for you. Uh, so you should uh, invest in one because it is is quite uh, quite impressive the the difference that it makes. Cal, do you have anything else that you want to throw out there? I think we're good. We're excited for 2021. And, we are uh, rolling looking into forward to it. it. New music, new music, same us. Though. Legal music, <laughs> yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> So no, it's going to be good. Maybe though. some new guests, though. Yeah. In uh, in twenty twenty one, stay tuned, and uh, we will uh, jump back in with you guys. But uh, men, as as we close the year, as we close this episode, we uh, will be praying for you, uh, praying for you to finish strong in twenty twenty, and uh, and to get a great start in twenty twenty one. And we are looking forward to seeing what the Lord has in store for all of us this next year.